Uh, yeah, it's definitely embarrassing. Uh, you know, never want to um, go out and play like that because that's not our standard. But uh, it is what it is, and uh, we just got to grow and uh, get better from it because that's all we can do and just can't let uh, this game beat us twice. That was the voice of Bears linebacker Roquan Smith talking to me after the game the other day, not wanting that game, that he used the word embarrassing game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champions, to beat them twice. Game about so much emotion in the sport of football. Not necessarily an emotional night out here, just having a good time in the South Loop at Florence Santos, the Miller Lite top draft, Lance Briggs and Anthony Heron here with you. Bears legend will be with us for another half hour, just topping it up about the Bears and everything mm-hmm. under the sun. We were just talking in the commercial break, Lance, because Halloween is obviously yes. upon us. Uh, yes. Orange is within the Bears' colors already. And uh, you, are you are you hosting a Halloween party? Are you attending a Halloween party? Um, what, what activities? I you? mean, look, you know, I'm I'm just attending Halloween. Okay, you know, that's what okay. I'm attending. I'm attending Halloween. Halloween. Absolutely, right, <laughs> right. I want to be a part of. It's a festive. You know, the kids they love the the Halloween, and uh-huh. and uh, you know, my 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 boy wants to be. Uh, the red venom, the carnage. Okay, you All know, right. and and they don't, you know, you got you got to search for that. Like you know, you got to search for <laughs> in it. In a kid right? size, especially. Yeah, it costs right? forty three bucks. Guys, forty three bucks. <laughs> All right, and you gotta you gotta do an express, or it might uh, not get there on by Halloween. Right, right. So, um, you know, but before that, he wanted to, he wanted to be Pokemon. Okay. All right. He wanted to be a po- a, a specific Pokemon. I all right. I haven't memorized all the different you know Pokemon. Oh characters man, I, I, it's a bunch of them. Almost every day, I see it all the time. <laughs> I get the, the 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 theme song, and uh, he wanted me to be the the character that catches the Pokemon. His name okay. is Ash. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what what he does is he'll get a like you know like in the morning or during the day he'll take a ball and he'll throw it and he'll be like caught you dad <laughs> right so i'm like oh like man it. he got oh he threw it at me like three times a day so now i'm like all right i get the game now <laughs> right, right so you know i'll catch him when he's eating chuck it <laughs> boom pop him off his head got you i was like you're mine now son <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my son wants to be a dinosaur. That's what he's oh, all yeah. amped up about. He's already got the mask, like a velociraptor mask that yes. he's looking to be. So the rest of the costume, like you said, you got to do express, make sure it's getting delivered in time. time. Yep, so it should be here, I think, tomorrow, maybe Thursday. The rest of the costume right. is going to get here. So as long as that gets here in time, we should be good. Costume, we got him last year. Yeah. It's still a, it was a little bit big last year. Mm-hmm. So the wife tried it on him today just in case. Yeah. It's he can get in it. He can get you in know, it. You yeah. know, it's not if, it's, in it's case not, it doesn't. Right, just right. in case we got options. We right. got options. I mean, you, you always gonna do face paint now. Right, right. You, know, you can always out. do face paint. <laughs> you know, my mom would always do some face paint and then uh-huh. she would just create right. something. She's like, You're a ghost. What is you your know? What is your favorite Halloween costume you remember ever wearing? Oh, oh, uh, my favorite. Uh huh. Um, was it something real elaborate, or did it end up just being something simple? Simple. It was, yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm simple. You know, I don't do a lot of makeup and all that <laughs> stuff. I'm not I'm not sitting down. I don't even I don't even like doing makeup for the post game. Okay, you know, and they right. do the, they have the spray gun. Uh-huh. You know, where yeah. it's like, like spraying you down, like you're you know you're at your house. Yeah, like they make um, a mural on your face or something. Yeah. You know what? I don't I don't know. You know, I so I've done a lot of like, I remember masks. being Freddy Krueger. You time. remember doing Freddy Krueger? That was so my like my favorite one. I remember was real elaborate because I. House I grew up in, they didn't necessarily have a lot of a lot of limits on what we were allowed to watch. Folks had cable TV. They yep. said, "All right, you know, as long as we don't hear you saying what you hear, we can pretty much get away with watching Correct. those things." So I Correct. saw all the Freddy Krueger movies yeah. when I was a kid. And Nightmare on Elm Street, we ended up, you know, I don't know, maybe nine years old or something like that. 
did the full like you know burnt face, face. makeup yeah. and everything like that got me the glove got the hat you know the little deal that freddy krueger had I would, have been, I would have been more afraid of you as a Freddy Krueger than the original, the regular <laughs> right, original. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was already getting big by then too. That was mine. My favorite was Freddy right. Krueger. What um what what candy tops your your Halloween candy power rankings? I'm a peanut butter guy. Okay. You know, Reese's, you know, Reese's cups like or Reese's, Reese's pieces. cups. But you know you're always gonna get the little the singlets. Uh-huh, you know, like so you gotta count those. And me and my sisters we take um um pillowcases. We'd take pillowcases and then we'd we'd walk, you know, we'd my sisters I mean, I'd walk until my feet hurt. You know, yeah. she's like, we just one more block, one more block. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I just wanna go home. Uh-huh, but then right. we get home and we open up our, you know, we dump our dump all our candy out and, and uh, you know, and then it's uh it's a party. You knew when it was a good day's work. Yeah. You dump it all out, you're comparing the stacks, you know, yep. sifting through all the different little pieces and, and it, folks come in. And, and the check cool them. thing is, you know, my sisters, they like like Licorice, okay, you know uh, the the Skittles and things like yeah. that. So we would always trade. Okay, because you know, you're more like chocolate and peanut yeah, butter. Right, same way. Same. I wasn't like a you know now laters or Jolly Ranchers. Like oh, I yeah. could eat them, but I didn't really dig them as much as right. I did chocolate, mm-hmm. peanut butter, Reese's, Snickers, that kind of thing. That was yep. more. That was really more my game when it came yep. to the Halloween candies. Top of my list, I would put, I would put probably the mini Snickers, the bite size Snickers at the top. And then Reese's Cups at the bottom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just under that, just behind that. That probably my top two on the power rankings. (laughs) Um, Probably one of the top two paid linebackers in the not too distant future. If if Roquan Smith is not going to get a historic contract, Mm -hmm. he'll get probably right behind a historic contract for the way his career has begun through the first few seasons in Chicago. And, you know, we we see him rush the passer. We see him go sideline to sideline. We see him Mm -hmm. in pass coverage. The, The versatility that he shows as a playmaker, I'm, I'm not sure if everybody kind of fully recognizes mm-hmm. how difficult it is as an inside backer to be good at all the things that Roquan really seems to be effective at. What, what stands out to you about his game? Um, well, he's got high energy. He's got high energy. He's got good hips. He's plant. He, he can plant drive. He does everything that a linebacker can do. Um, and I think the one thing that and built a little different. He's built like a yeah. modern linebacker. Right. Like, Roquan's right. not yeah, six three, two forty. Correct. Know? Correct. You know, so he's faster than most linebackers. You know, um, um, sideline to sideline. The thing that I think was evident when he was at Georgia, instincts. You know, instinctually he knows how to run downhill. He knows where to go. He knows where to fit. You know, he knows where he needs to be. Um, and and to me that is uh, the icing on the cake for his ability. I think he can he can um, maximize his ability with his instincts. So the you know we got pass rushers like Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn. We get to as far as the guys with their hands in the dirt see excellent pass rush moves all the time. That doesn't come naturally to everyone. But there's been mm-hmm. times, especially last season, where when kind of Khalil Mack was maybe the only healthy pass rusher, mm-hmm. where they would just add Roquan as to the, the blitz. edge. Yeah, he yeah. just kind of effectively be outside linebacker defensive end as a yeah. part of that blitz package, and he does that and just seems to have a natural feel for that also. Yeah. Was that something like, did that did that come naturally to you? Did you have to get comfortable with how and where you work the angles of pass rushing? Um, yes. We, you know, we, 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 we rushed a little bit differently, you know. Um, we, it there, our packages. I think our packages were maybe a little were a little different. But you know, I I just I was just understanding, you know, where your where your player, where the blocker may be, may or may not be, and understanding where he's going to be and knowing what kind of move I'm going to have put on for him. So 
um, uh, you know, for for him, it's you know, I, I assume that he just understands the, his blocking scheme. He knows when he needs to be tight. Mm. You know when you have to defeat a block. You know where your blocker is going to be, and you, you know how to do. It. Already have a move in your head, so you're prepared to to defeat this guy. Know that the blocker that's coming in, is he a rookie? Is he a ten year vet? You know, is he a guy who likes to cut? You know, these are things you have to be prepared for. Um, so when you when the when the moment happens, it's not too big for you. You talked about is he a rookie because we were talking a little bit at, at the top of the 7 o'clock hour when you showed up about the, the youth in the Bears' backfield, especially as we saw it last week against the Blitz package where you got a rookie quarterback and a rookie running back. Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, and it was another game. Khalil Herbert, extremely impressive yeah. as a runner, as a pure ball carrier, but we did see where his youth showed up in pass protection yeah. at times, especially on that very first right. strip sack. They get the ball right there in striking distance, right. and there's only one scoring drive that Tampa Bay had that was longer than like 40 yards. They had 175-yard scoring drive. Other than right. that, because of takeaways, turnovers, a big punt return, everything was 40 yards and less for the Bucks in that game. When you're on the opposing side of a guy like Khalil Herbert, who you know is young, and you got the opportunity to try to take advantage of that, what are the things you try to key on? Well, you know what? I got a rookie running back who hasn't pass protected at the NFL mm -hmm. level before. Uh, looking for their tendencies, because in their tendencies, we're going to take advantage of it. So in that, in that play, on that play where uh, Herbert stepped to the uh, opposite side, mm -hmm. you have a rookie quarterback, you have a rookie running back. Um, and if, we're, if we know we're going to get any motion opposite of, opposite of the, our blitz side, we know, listen, you know, it's don't miss the layup because <laughs> you're going to get an opportunity. Don't miss it. You know, uh, so as soon as it comes in, especially with a young guy. Now, if Tom Brady was the quarterback and as he's doing that cadence, he starts seeing somebody, he's like, hey, hey, He's going to tap you and say, you need to block that way. When I'm that running back, that rookie running back, and I'm, look, I'm looking to the right the whole time. I'm like, yeah, oh, I got you. I got you. You know, and then you get tapped. He's like, no, 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 you got to go that way. You re oh, and then you see that guy coming down. You're like, oh, okay. You know, and that's, those are and things that you That's a big that key learn. that a, a veteran defender can pick up on where right. he's eyeballing right. what his responsibility is going to be pre-snap. Right. You know, and, you know, you, you take a, you know, you, you take a guy like Tom Brady, you take a, a veteran quarterback, and you start walking the guy down, and, and Tom changes the protection, that's exactly what I wanted him to do. Hmm. I wanted you to see it. I wanted you to change the protection. And now I'm going I'm to blitz right here to the right side over here, and I'm going to make it a little bit stretch for your running back to come down and try to block. Hmm. So it's, you know, it's, um, it's one of those things where as a young guy and a young quarterback, um, um, Fields could have helped, uh, and Herbert also could have helped by recognizing that. Scan the field. You come by, you scan the field. You know, as you're doing your cadence, still scan the field. Uh, they'll learn. They'll get better. And specifically for a, a guy like Justin Fields, where he's, he's a young, he's an inexperienced quarterback. So we've had back-to-back -back examples for the Bears opponents for as experienced and as great a quarterback as, as you could really face, especially in modern times here for one of the things you're talking about there, kind of eye manipulation, where yeah. a quarterback can use his eyes, what he's focused on in one moment to draw the defense here, knowing the entire time he's just scanning here and he's going to that direction the other right. way. So for a rookie quarterback like Fields, where you got the, the Aaron Rodgers example, the Tom Brady example now of manipulating the defense with their eyes, what, what were, who were the best quarterbacks that, that you faced who were so great at that, at, at, at setting you up for one thing, making it look like something, and then going elsewhere? Uh, well, obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Mm. You know, I got to play against him twice a year. Um, um, guys like Tom Brady, uh, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. You no, know, these, these were quarterbacks that um, weren't 
afraid to challenge our system, you know, and our system, um, a lot of teams wouldn't challenge us down the middle of the field in our cover two because they had to throw it over Brian Erlacher's head, right. which would Who always play like he was seven put feet enough tall air, right. put the ball in, put air, enough yeah. air there, and our safeties are going to pick it, you know, and and uh, those quarterbacks would challenge it. They would always challenge it. So we had to uh, we had to be even extra sharp, you know. You take a guy like Drew Brees and. One of his first passes is going to be to Jimmy Graham down the middle of the field in our cover two, and, and he's going to find the right window and, and put it in that little window where you could possibly – where only great quarterbacks can do, you know. And, and, uh, and th those are – those were the type of quarterbacks that I, that I remember the most. Did you get a sense, whether it was game planning going in or even in-game, just when – when a guy was trying to sort of manipulate you with his eyes, you know, if you if you see a guy looking over here like, no, 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 I know you're not really going there with the ball. Is that is that difficult as a linebacker to get a sense for when they're just trying to bait you with something? No, it's not because we knew what routes. You know, I know what routes you're going to run. I, I'm, I can look at, I can scan the field, I can look at what formations you're in, and I know what to expect. I know you're, there's only two or three routes that you're going to run out of this formation when you're aligned here. You know, I know when when. Uh, your number one receiver is a line close to the line of scrimmage. You're not there to block. You're probably going to cross the field. So get ready for a crosser. That guy, uh, come, he gets hurt trying to block, then that's, good. that's their moneymaker right, right there. So, right. you know, there are things that you got to pay attention to. You know, you got to really pay attention to these things. Um, you get uh, – and, and when, you, when you know these things, you, 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 it allows you to not only play faster, but it allows you to, do, to play near the ball. Mm. You know, you have more opportunities to pick. You know, to get interceptions, you know, to, to get big hits and things like that. So you got to be a student of the game. You got to understand what, what, uh, what offices are trying to do to you. We'll take a final time out in our, in our time with Lance here. One thing I, I want to discuss before we get out of here is because San Francisco, where initially Jimmy Garoppolo was kind of banged up and Trey Lance got in the lineup, now Trey Lance kind of banged up, Jimmy Garoppolo's back in the lineup, mm -hmm. but stylistically very different signal callers. Yep. And then the Bears defense, you know, kind of preparing for who they may see behind center. Now, how different does that make the task for Bears defenders, depending on which guy they would maybe see this coming weekend? It's Miller Lite Top Draft. We're here from Flo and Santos in the South Loop downtown in Chicago. Delicious. Bears legend Lance Briggs with us for one more segment as we discuss the upcoming opponent. <laughs> this matchup with the San Francisco 49ers. Yes, that is my son. He is letting you guys know he is excited about this show as well. And if you're excited, Flo Santos is going to be open throughout the evening as well. I'm here till 9. Lance is here for another segment. But you can come show up. Got passes to the Middle Light Loft that are available, the Middle Light Midway for that Monday, December 20th game when the Bears face the Minnesota Vikings. Or just show up, get some $4 drafts. Boom. Show up, get a $15 bucket if you want some of that. Get some pork, pork wings. wings. Get some pierogies. Get some pizza. Get a burger. Whatever you want to do, get they got it here for you wings. at Flo and Santos. It's the Middle Light. Top draft on Chicago Sports Radio, <laughs> 670 to score. Um, no, because um, I feel like our mindset every every week is to go out there and dominate, you know, the defense. Like, honestly, we don't really care about what the offense is doing. You know, we put it in our mind that we got to go out there and win the game as a defense. So that's just the mindset for us going into the game. You know, no matter what they do, you know, we got to go out there, clean it up, make our plays, and, and win the game on defense. <laughs> Eddie Jackson talking about the mentality the Bears defense has to have to go out. Another game where you go in with the expectations the Bears offense may struggle against a quality defense, especially a quality defensive front. But one of the discussions that got, got a lot of play as the Bears were trying to determine if, when, 
they should put Justin Fields into the lineup, when they should start him, how much they should play him, is stylistically he is obviously a very different brand of athlete from Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's right. got that experience, the system Matt Nagy wanted to run, you get it out quick and in rhythm and all those things. Justin Fields, he can extend the play. In theory, you know, we haven't necessarily seen his mobility utilized as much yet, but mm-hmm. obviously a much, much more gifted athlete than Andy Dalton in the 49ers find themselves in a very similar circumstance. We got Jimmy Garoppolo and, you know, from the 49ers perspective, they brought Jimmy in and paid him a bunch of money. They thought for some brief period of time, he was their quarterback of the future, yep. led them to a berth in the Super Bowl, one inaccurate pass away, maybe from even a Super Bowl championship, right? They didn't get it. Jimmy G continues on and things have just tapered off mm-hmm. for the 49ers the last couple of seasons and they draft Trey Lance. 49ers fans very excited about Lance. He hasn't lit it up in the opportunities he's gotten so far. What do you anticipate seeing? And I'd love to just discuss how, in preparation, just as a defender, how different that preparation is. But do you have a sense what you think San Francisco will show? Uh, They're going to run the ball. (laughs) Regardless of who's the quarterback, they're running the route. Kyle Kyle Shanahan, he's he's proven that, you know, he'll run the ball. Um, And if you don't stop it, he's going to keep running the ball. and so, you know, and, and, and with that being said, if he does that, I mean, it, it, it plays to the strengths of both quarterbacks, you know, because now you're going to have good play action, things like that off of it. You know, have a lot of different plays that are going to play off of it as well. Uh, so, you know, that's that's to be the expectation. This should be a big run game uh, uh, football game, you know, on both sides. Uh, you you know, this is one, one, you know, even during practice, during the week, you say, hey, you better get your get your big boy pads on and, and strap your strap your stuff up. Because we're, you're going to be hitting, you're going to hurt after this game. You're going to be everybody's going to be in the training room, icing up and and healing up because it's going to get physical. <laughs> and whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, was there a was there an example from from your playing days? Did you face a, a situation like that where maybe the other QB, whether it was you know Vic and um, and Matt Schaub or something like that, where you go into a game wondering who are we going to face, and both guys are are pretty different in their skill set. Yeah, uh, you you have to you have to game plan differently for those guys. Guys that like a, a Vic types, um, you have to be a lot more disciplined in your lanes. Um, and for Vic, because he didn't he didn't throw very well uh, um, rolling to his right, um, you have to rush the passer that way um so for you know uh garoppolo who's not who's not a mobile guy you know there's a lot of different uh uh games that you're going to be able to run um defensive line wise you know you know he's going to stick in that pocket um you know you're going to have opportunities and when with the pass rush that the bears have this should be a great opportunity for them to get to the ball get some sack fumbles you know and turn that game turn the niners passing game into something like the Bucks turned us into, you know, last week, the Bears last week. So um, I look for those type of opportunities, especially since Jimmy G is going to be out there now. If Trey Lance is out there, there's things you're going to have to know. He's going to try to break the pocket. Eventually he's going to try to use things, use his legs to extend plays. And when you do that, you want to keep him in the pocket as best possible, force him to be a pocket passer. Um, because if you force him to be a pocket passer, that's one, that's not one of his strengths, <laughs> not, at least not right now. And for – for, for a quarterback like Trey Lance, when you are, when you're game planning for a guy with that type of mobility, historically, it's not necessarily what you're accustomed to game planning for in the NFL, but it's obviously a much bigger part of so many game plans in mm-hmm. the NFL now. 
but for, for modern defenders who are trying to face that, what the Bears are, are dealing with throughout this week, if Trey Lance steps onto the field, do you think it does it likely sap the aggression of their pass rush? Do they no. attack? Not at all, huh? No. Um, now, it, you know, t- t- Trey Lance can run, but he's no Lamar Jackson. Mm. All right? Lamar Jackson is, is, is a different animal when it comes to uh, being a quarterback that can run. Um, and, and so – you're gonna face you're gonna face a, 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 a many running or quarterbacks that can you move the pocket or they can escape the pocket with their legs, um, but there are few that are gonna run the ball better than some of their 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 own receivers and running backs. <laughs> and for the the 49ers offense, you're talking about Kyle Shanahan because he he's thought of as one of these one of these current innovative minds yeah. in football as you know Sean McVay is with the Rams. I mean, there's just certain guys around the league that have that reputation where they're. Offensive coordinators where they're play callers, yeah. coaches that, you know, during your time that you would go in preparing for saying, you know what, I know what this guy's system presents, and it presents maybe more of a challenge than some mm-hmm. other guys around the league. Like, do, do some of the coaches stand out to you in that way? Well, he's got good pedigree. You know, I, I grew up on the Niners and, and Mike Shanahan, mm-hmm. you know, and Mike Shanahan leaving the Niners and, and going to the Renske. Denver Broncos, winning back-to-back Super Bowls and, and taking a six-round running back. You know, and, and right, TD, and, and, and just, I mean, him running away to 2,000 yards. It's, uh, it's you know, and, and so he's, he's from that pedigree. You know, he happened to, to grow up in a house that his father was that guy. You know, so, you know, it's, it, 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 was, it, was, it was one of those things that him becoming a coach and him being a good at running the ball, him being, a, being one of those, those coaches, especially a likable coach from a lot of – a player's coach, where it really seems like players really like Kyle Shanahan, um, it's not a surprise. It's, it's definitely not a surprise. I think some of the – you know, a lot of, a lot of coaches' sons you have the benefit of being the coach's son. So you'll, all, you'll hear about all these, 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 uh, these coaches with similar last names. You're like, oh. Hey, you're the office coordinator in Arizona. Your last name's Carol. Is your dad Pete Carroll? Uh, yeah, my dad's right. Pete Carroll. You know, and and uh, it, and it, it, it's you know, you can call it what you want. You call it the nepotism rule or whatever it is, but you benefit from being a coach's son. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you played football or you didn't play football, you're going to get opportunity. That's one of the things that's cool with Tampa Bay staff, man, because obviously Byron Leftwich played in the league for a long time. Todd Bowles knows the league so mm-hmm. well. But Bruce Arians given so many assistants. You know, each coordinator last, last season, their Super yeah. Bowl championship, first time he got all three coordinators, yeah. offense, defense, special teams, black guys, black yeah. coaches, getting those chances. Before we let you run, I'm really curious because you had your – I plugged earlier, we were going to talk about your grades coming out of the last game. Okay. So you had the offensive grade against Tampa Bay was incomplete. It defensive was. The grade was an F. Special teams and F. Let's start with offense. Now, why did you why did you deem offense as incomplete against Tampa? It was Bay? incomplete because the the game plan was unacceptable. Um, the scheme, the adjustments were unacceptable, um, and the performance, the execution was unacceptable. Um, now, the one the one bright spot was the run game, but uh, but to me, we need to send that back. You need to redo it. It's not we're not going to accept this right here as a as a Chicago Bear uh, fan alum and uh, faithful. Uh, so that was the reasoning behind the incomplete uh, defense gets an F for obvious reasons. All right, um, and uh, well, we got a lot of short fields. Yeah, listen, at listen, you know when when I turned that TV on and started watching the game, it looked to me like Tampa Bay was in a hurry to get in the end zone. <laughs> You know, and that shouldn't be the case. You know, I don't care. Look, you talk about hurry Make up wait offense. A yeah. Tell them to wait. We ain't letting them in the we, end zone. We got to get in the end zone. Hurry up. We got to get in the end zone. You know, and, 
And so, you know, that, that's, 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 that's never a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, special teams, look, we, we got a field goal, but um, you, you're guilty by association. You gave another big punt return up also to Correct. set up one of those Correct. early touchdowns. You didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't do enough. And, uh, of course, we're going to get to coaching, huh? Well, right. anybody that has uh, – And drop is, is what you have to Absolutely. And now, I've been in classes where I've gone in – and I asked, co- I asked the teacher, I said, hey, um, I didn't get uh, a, a grade back. And the teacher looked at me and he said, well, it's because you've dropped. You, I just looked at your drop. You are no longer in this class. Okay. And so uh, I was like, oh, exactly. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Teacher made that determination for you, huh? All right. <laughs> you wasn't showing up on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, uh, something you know, happened. Getting the work done. done. Mm-hmm. Something wasn't being held yeah, up on your end of the bargain. Something wasn't being held up on my right. end of the bargain. So uh, I realized um, when I went in that I was dropped. So mm-hmm. I had to go back and figure it out. Chicago Bears return to the, the friendly confines. They will be mm-hmm. back at Soldier Field this Sunday. They will face the San Francisco 49ers. A couple desperate teams will, will be on the field yes. in that game. I mean, the, the need, whether or not you need any one game mm. more than the other, this just feels like one where both teams will be desperate for yeah. a win. Should be a good fight. Yeah, should be a looking good forward fight. to it. Looking forward to next Tuesday night. Yeah, as per usual. Our thanks as always to Lance Briggs, future Hall of Famer, great linebacker right. for the Chicago Bears here on the middle light yeah. top draft. He's been with us at Flow and Santos, and uh, I don't see you taking anything to go, man. You got a little grub with you? Uh, I got some soup. Okay, all right, Lance. Uh, again with the soup. Again with the soup. Tomato <laughs> this time too? No, it's chicken noodle. Okay, all right. He, he's upgrading this week to chicken noodle. I thank to Lance Briggs. Appreciate him as always being with us on the middle light. Top draft. We're in the South Loop at Flow in Santos. We're going to take a timeout and return here. And when we do, because we're talking a lot of Bulls, talking some Blackhawks earlier, want to get out to the text line and make sure you can feel free to send some additional text in at 312-644-6767. That text line presented by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. And also a few thoughts I want to share on the Illini. It's a big story that obviously brewed last week. Illinois football had their big upset against the Penn State Nittany Lions over the weekend. Before I get out, I will, uh, I will give you some thoughts I have on where Illinois football stands right now with their head man, Brett Bielman. That'll be next on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score.